Check, check, check. Who is it? This is Atman. Atman who? Oh man, your appetite. Don't forget to eat. Friends, we are back again with another genius who has proven his worth in the tech industry. Eight global offices, more than 360 satisfied clients, partner and investor in 42 tech startups. The founder of AppLab. Let's welcome the app man, Kundan Joshi. Kundan, welcome to Bay Street Diary. Thank you. feel very welcomed. <laughs> Thank you. So Kundan, tell us about your journey. What exactly is AppLab and what does AppLab do? Yeah, certainly. So the journey started about 12 years back okay. uh, when I started the AppLab. Uh, it, it was days when it took me two hours to explain someone what an app is because iPhone didn't exist. I'm sure. Uh, so people didn't know what an app was. The term, terminology didn't exist. But uh, but we realized that there is something there. There's there's a great potential to create great experiences for individuals using this technology on your smartphone or your right. tablet. So that's that's where the journey started in essence. Today, what AppLab is is AppLab is basically uh, an organization that helps our clients create amazing, cutting-edge, uh, transformative human experiences. Right. What that means is how are we really creating experiences for people mm -hmm. that are increasing their productivity, increasing their efficiency, right. making their life more fulfilled in essence. And easier too. And easier as right. well uh, through apps through sure. cutting-edge technologies like artificial intelligence, yeah. augmented reality, virtual reality, IoT, and so on and so forth. I, I'm going to come to those. Certainly, <laughs> certainly. Okay, so Kundan, uh, from 2007 to 2019, AppLab has created more than 500 apps. So when you started AppLab in 2007, did it ever come to your mind that it is too early to get into this field? You just mentioned that. Though. So uh, what did you think about it then? Uh, I mean, it was... Again, our, our objective was always how do we use technology to mm -hmm. create a great experience, right? right? So apps just seemed to be the right channel at that time, in essence. I mean, I had gone to this technology conference and uh, I had just recently saw these new Microsoft tablets. Right. They weren't called tablets back then. Okay. Uh, this is in 2000, sorry, 2006, 2007. And, uh, and they had software which was very well aligned and so on. So, I had looked at that and I had thought, hey, you know what, we could probably solve some problems using this technology. And then uh, we were in front of a client who wanted to find a solution that can, uh, that can help uh, their, uh, their employees right. tra like, train them a bit better. Okay. And we thought, hey, you know what, with an app, that could happen in a much better way. So we pitched it that okay. this is, as I mentioned, took me two hours to explain what an app was. But eventually when they got it and when they saw what the benefit of that was, it was just very easy. Yeah. So so that's where the journey started. Uh, and then just the timing, I guess, where sure. iPhone launched a few months after. Right. And we just realized that, hey, you know, this is, this is something that's going to be really big. Right. We really believe in really creating those experiences that in your that are going to be in your hands so that you can access anything sure. find a solution to your need at any time so so that's where while it was early it just the timing worked and we jumped onto it we focused all our efforts and energy there and yeah. uh, and we are here today perfect back then not too many people believed that you know mobile app could be such a game changer for the industry but uh, you it was a risk it, it was a risk for sure <laughs> Okay, so a partner and investor in 42 tech startups, what does it take for Kundan Joshi to grow day in and day out? 
does his clock offer him more than 24 hours in a day <laughs> i wish i wish uh, i don't sleep much uh, which is not a good thing and i don't recommend that but uh, but that's one of the factors there um i mean uh, what it takes for me to grow is a is an ongoing yearn and uh, and need to learn uh, right. it's uh i mean you the entrepreneurship is a journey where sure. you find new obstacles new challenges on a daily basis you learn it's every a, day you learn every day so how do you convert those sometimes seemingly failures or or roadblocks mm-hmm. into opportunities to learn into opportunities to grow right. is the key factor i mean none of us are perfect none of us have answers to all the questions but as the as life presents you those questions right. how can you ingest them in a with a positive mindset and right. make sure you make something out of it so that you're you're constantly learning as you go along your path sure, sure. so so it's about that i mean and and every experience whether it's every project every partnership every product that we've built is mm-hmm. been a, a a great experience for uh, and learning experience for me as well as my team sure. uh but but learning what those uh like what those learning aspects are learning what uh, are the, what are the things that you are good at and you are not good at and making sure you have the right team surrounding you exactly. that's better than you in each of those aspects that you're not good at and even better than you on things that you're good at uh is is obviously the critical factor of building up a company that's large right what is that one thing that you look for in a founding team prior to deciding to partner or invest in any tech business for sure so there are few things but if i was to drill down to one thing uh that one thing would be a true passion uh to make the problem that right. the founder is trying to solve right. uh their life's uh their life's mission so someone who's really focused on solving a problem because they really believe that that problem has to be solved mm-hmm. and they're willing to make it their, their life's objective right so and, and i mean what happens is a lot of people are focused on the solution versus a problem now the challenge with that is uh the solution could evolve as you get to know the problem a bit better as you get to know the people who are facing that problem a bit better the solution is always an iterative part and it'll keep on evolving keep getting better you'll keep learning exactly. of what what your vision or what your idea is but that true passion about really making sure that mm-hmm. i want to solve that problem at any cost right. uh is 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 something that i always look at because right. if they have that then they'll find ways right. to make it work sure. uh so that's the main one but there are a few others i mean the second one being grit grit is extremely important yeah. as an entrepreneur sure. and there are different ways that i looking at their journey looking at their career do they really have it to uh to stand their ground regardless of what the challenges they might face do they have it to go the i mean entrepreneurship is never going to be uh, a rosy journey so it's sure. it's about those challenges will come in those failures will come in so you should be ready to face them you should right? be ready to face them and willing to go the long haul right so yeah. that's the second one and then the third one i always look at some sort of subject matter expertise whether are they really close to the clients can they really relate to the customers that they're trying to solve the problem for yeah. uh, and have that industry expertise those are the things i look at as well great what i like is the major importance you give to passion because as you said people can still learn but exactly. they need to have passion to exactly. go ahead so so can while investing or partnering with other startups what is the exit policy that you plan in your mind do you look to invest long term i mean uh, what is your formula there yes i always look to invest long term uh, main reason being uh, again the grit right i mean if someone is actually looking to exit right away that hey you know what let me make my million bucks or a few million yeah, bucks and right. leave uh, there are two issues with that 
uh, one is your vision is short sighted mm -hmm. and you're not thinking of the solution through or thinking of the problem through mm -hmm. uh, so you uh, so it sort of makes you think in a very narrow lens so that's one factor so always look at someone who's trying to hey you know what this is what I want to do but my vision is big bold and grand mm -hmm. so that's extremely important the second thing is, uh, and I'm a big supporter of Canadian entrepreneurship ecosystem. Uh, we are building some platforms, we are working in various sectors to really make uh, Canadian entrepreneurship uh, thrive in many mm -hmm. ways. And one challenge that we've seen with Canadian entrepreneurs is that need to exit very fast as opposed to really building yeah. a unicorn, which is uh, in tech terms a billion dollar company, really okay. wanting to build that large company mm -hmm. uh, that is going to be extremely successful, going to be a market leader, going to create, revolutionize the industry and so on, right? So right. so we are always looking for that big bold and for that reason, I mean, if I ask them to have a big bold vision, but I want to leave much earlier right. or exit much earlier, it doesn't align obviously. Exactly. So when I, I mean, if I make get my returns in a couple of years I'll be very happy sure but usually you need to have at least a five to ten year strategy sure understandable so what as per you is the importance of tech in today's time most businesses that I come across they are largely dependent on tech yep. so what I want to understand is does that narrow the scope of uh, investments for the product based businesses you have and I say this because uh, being a partner in uh, 42 tech companies App Lab still hasn't invested in any sector other than the tech sector. Yeah, so I mean, uh, the way I look at it is, today technology is not a vertical anymore. Okay. Every, I, I believe that every industry is a tech industry. Right. So you have a specialization in real estate or retail or whatnot, but at the core you are a tech industry. If you're not uh, part of being, uh, if, you're, if your organization is not a tech company mm -hmm. in essence, then you're already far behind and you won't be able to catch up. So. So, so I look at tech being a critical part of every company that needs to scale, that is going to make an impact in the world. Mm -hmm. And I am only interested in investing in companies that are going to disrupt the industry that they're right. in. So I'm looking at companies that are going to be the number one in their sector uh, in, in the upcoming year. So for that reason, technology becomes a very important factor right. uh, for any investment that I have. Obviously tech is what I know the best, uh, innovation is what I know the mm -hmm. best. For that reason, tech investments come naturally to me. There are a few partnerships I have which are not tech, okay. uh, but I ended up making them into tech organizations eventually anyways. Okay. So, uh, so I mean, uh, and again, for the same notion that I mentioned, every industry is tech, hence even the ones that are non-tech companies that I have investments in, mm -hmm. they are either already tech companies or will be tech companies at some okay. point. Also, I'm curious to know that whatever companies you invest in, are you also involved in the strategic planning of those companies or just the back end? Every time. Okay. So I, I rarely get involved just in terms of cash. Uh, I usually get involved in terms of really making sure that my strategic vision is aligned with the strategic vision of the companies that I'm working with. That's very important. Uh, okay. So that alignment is extremely important. I mean, the reason I'm we are able to make many investments and many partnerships and build many products is yeah. because they're all aligned. Sure. If you're all working towards the same goal, sure. one positive impact, mm -hmm. one one momentum builder impacts and has a, a positive momentum on every single company that sure. you're involved with. So that's very important for me to have all of them aligned, working towards, they may not be in the same sector, they may not be solving the same problem, mm -hmm. uh, but that alignment is very important. And internally, the way I've structured ourselves is we are still a very lean company, okay. uh, but we are able to manage that because again, we are very aligned. Okay, that makes sense. 
So, Kundan, what exactly is artificial intelligence in your words? One thing you want to educate or tell people uh, about AI, which you think that nobody knows about? Sure, I mean, AI has been creating a lot of buzz, so I don't know how many things people don't know about AI, but, uh, but AI in my words is basically ability for computer systems to do tasks or make decisions, mm -hmm. which usually will require human intelligence. Okay. So, I mean, systems, computer systems in the past were originally were used to solve problems, were used to do calculations, were used to process documents, so on and so forth. But the, the thing that was missing, uh, and I mean, AI has, to be honest, existed for ever since computer systems have existed. Right. It just that it wasn't powerful enough because it did not have the ability to process enough data at a fast enough speed okay. that it can make those decisions, sure. right? And, and computer, I mean, AI powered decisions are basically associated with the amount of data and the amount of data that can be processed. So the big data revolution that came, that preceded uh, the AI revolution right now uh, was one of the main reasons why we were able, we now have, we are now sitting on uh, loads of data. Yeah. Uh, in every company, every large and mid-tier company has a lot of data associated with their processes, with their clients, with right. uh, with uh, with uh, the uh, with everything that they store in essence. And uh, AI has the ability to now look at that data, really understand what are the patterns associated with that with that data, okay. and in simple terms, make a prediction of what the end state would be. Okay. Now, whether you are on Netflix and it's making a, and AI is making a prediction of what show would you like to watch tomorrow, watch, right. or what show would you want to uh, save on your playlist for the weekend. Uh, so it's making that prediction and hence making a recommendation. Right. Uh, in a lot of uh, uh, some of the health systems that we are building mm -hmm. is looking at the current data of current health data of, yeah. a, of a patient and predicting what sort of diseases or what sort of health challenges they might face in okay. the next week and so upcoming months So they look at the so current on. data and they predict right. the future, that's what you mean to say. Current data of that patient, current okay. data of other patients or other users who have similar mm -hmm. issues or across uh, overall historic data. So there are all different forms of la and layers of data that can be analyzed to again okay. make the right recommendations and ensure that those recommendations or those predictions are personalized to the individual that we are trying to uh, to provide insights for. So, so, so that's in essence what, what AI is. I mean, in simpler terms, look at data. Data has inputs and outputs. Yeah. This is all the historic data. Now, let's give a new data set for an input for the future. Because sure. you might think, hey, you know what, this something can happen tomorrow. And now predict the output for that particular data. Wow, it's, it's amazing to learn about this. <laughs> <laughs> so is AppLab majorly working in the field of AI? Just uh, tell us in detail about your work and why do you think artificial intelligence is the future? Yeah, certainly. So just like I mentioned, technology is every sector yeah. now. Similarly, AI is part of every sector. Yeah. Uh, every sector... It, from the in order to be uh, uh, technologically advanced needs to have data right. needs to uh, create data needs to store data and creating just having data is of no use unless right. there's intelligence and insights associated associ sure. that's where AI comes in place so every industry is is poised to be an AI industry now and how does AI play a role in making sure that you are more aligned with your customers, that you're providing the best possible product right. is the key part. So where we come in is we, as we mentioned, our core objective is, is making human experiences better. Right. So we look at AI's uh, ability of AI or the power of AI 
to creating better experiences. So what is the difference between artificial intelligence and virtual reality? Uh, the way I see it, AI is huge, but I believe virtual reality is making its space in the industrial sector across the globe. So what do you have to say on that? Yeah, so there are different uh, technology uh, paradigms. Uh, so the way we define it is we talk about intelligent emerging technologies and we talk about immersive emerging technologies. Okay. So intelligent, I already mentioned what yeah, AI right. is in terms of looking at the data and creating those insights and so on. When it comes to immersive, it's more about that experience of how you experience a software functionality or an application and how can we transform that experience. So virtual reality, augmented reality, these are technologies which, are, which just make that experience a lot more realistic. Uh, okay. So virtual reality, for example, in our innovation lab, uh, we can give you a tour of, is where you can put on these headsets and you can get a full experience completely simulated. Yeah. So you mentioned manufacturing, so we're working with some manufacturing clients where uh, you're coming on board as, mm -hmm. a, as a new employee to the company right. uh, before stepping into the plant, which again might require training, which there might be security risks and so, so might be hazards and so on. Let's get you that virtual experience where you 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 feel that you're virtually stepping into the into the plant. Right. You are doing certain interactions, pulling certain levers, whatever actions you are doing. Right. But in the virtual world, so you're getting that experience of actually tackling that those surroundings in the virtual world, and uh, and through that experience, again, you are training faster or you're just getting a better ability. I mean, we do a lot of work in real estate, for example, okay. where the condo is not built yet. We're just, we just haven't even laid the bricks, uh, the foundation work yet. But how can we give you that experience of what that condo or what that house is going to be when oh. it's built? So that's sort of again just giving you that experience based on renderings, based on 3D uh, sort of uh, CAD drawings and yeah, 3D yeah, yeah. Uh, files and so on. We just create that experience so that you yeah. can experience that. More than virtual reality, actually, augmented and mixed reality is mm -hmm. really taking shape. Okay. Where in virtual reality, you are you are in a confined environment. So this is you're transporting yourself because your eyes are closed. Right. You can't see the the, sure. the world around you. So you are getting transported into this new environment in a sense, which has its own play, as I mentioned, mm -hmm. simulation and so on. But with augmented reality, you get that experience while still seeing the surroundings. Okay. So in the same experience that I mentioned, like imagine being in that factory floor where you are pulling levers and so on, but maybe we can simulate that in this room. So I can actually walk around, go to that corner and I see that lever and I pull that lever and I go around to this corner and do something else or even better, I'm actually in the factory floor right. and as I approach that particular lever in the real world, mm -hmm. I get a superimposed layer that tells me how should I use that lever, uh, how can I interact with it. Now that's where AI comes in place and they merge very beautifully because understanding that object in real life telling the system that hey you know what this object needs to be interacted in a certain way right. and providing that guidance to the user that's where again AI can make certain decisions that and recommendations for users as well. So having catered to 360 plus clients and already being at a point where you made a mark in the industry what is the next step for Kundan Joshi? What are your future plans? So I mean for us uh, the way we measure ourselves is by the impact that we are creating okay. versus the number of projects we do or the revenue we bring in for ourselves or whatnot. So for us is about what's the tangible impact that okay. we are creating in the world, mm -hmm. in people's lives. So we are working on some really transformative projects right now, such as uh, where we are helping mental health patients uh, get the right uh, uh, get the right help at the right time, 
so we can help uh, more people wow. uh, and create that impact, tangible impact directly in the lives of people who need the help the most. We are creating a lot of diagnosis apps that can help us understand the current situation, current health situation right. uh, of the of the patient, uh, of the user and provide prediction of how really can we ensure that they live uh, a, a fulfilling life, they live a healthy life. So, so those are some of the projects where we are tangibly creating great right. experiences and having an impact. Uh, I mean, those examples of healthcare, even from the community point of view, we are creating platforms which are really creating the entire tech community or startup community in Canada uh, a much more stronger community uh, by having by giving them real-time access to investors to suppliers to uh, to employees just creating great communities so that we can overall uplift uh, the, uh, the 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 entrepreneurial ecosystem in Canada so so these are the projects which uh, uh, which really take us in a way because we see the end impact on the users right. and we are part of that revolution we are part of that uh, that transformation so I mean uh, I sort of mentioned it earlier as well but think when you are trying to pursue your entrepreneurship venture so at the very early stages the idea stage I really encourage you to think that the problem that you're trying to solve are you willing to make solving that problem your life's mission okay. because how purposefully and whether you're passionate or not are you really driven by that purpose of solving that problem it has an impact on so many levels one is as an entrepreneur there are always ups and downs but that's one factor that purpose that why if you've solved it right at the beginning where you know what and deeply inside my gut I know that I have to solve this problem if I don't solve this problem I can't believe the world that will be without the solution yeah. so when when that that fire exists in your belly it ensures that even when the trajectory is going south when you are going through yeah. failures and so on that's something that's gonna make you that's that will make you jump up from the bed even in the morning uh, especially in cold nights and <laughs> things are not going well in winters in Canada it's, it's very difficult to get up at, sure. uh, in the morning so 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 that's going to help you there in terms of creating the right positive culture it plays a huge when you're purpose-driven organization when you're purpose-driven uh, leader uh, the kind of culture that you'll create the kind of employees that you'll attract will be at a totally different level than otherwise uh, and uh, likewise with the kind of clients you'll attract the kind of investors or stakeholders you'll attract so so that's one thing that I always recommend and that I would recommend to entrepreneurs uh, to, to just have a check on that uh, okay. and sometimes it can be uh, reactive as well uh, but if it's at the beginning it's always uh, it's always the most fruitful and the, and the easiest sure <laughs> Folks, that was tech at its best. It's always great to know how things work at backend. Kundan, thank you so much for being on the show and sharing with us the insights of tech industry and more importantly, taking us into your app world. I feel so happy today. <laughs> <laughs> it was my pleasure. Thank you.